The quarterback position is a hot topic, but how does having one quarterback on the roster affect how the Texans approach the offseason? Cody and I discuss why adding a quarterback in free agency is either a good or bad idea. To tie it all in, we want to develop a great team here that we can deliver wins to the city of Houston. We want to deliver a championship here to the city of Houston, and that's what it will be about. You are locked on Texans. Your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to a Tuesday episode of the Locked On Texan podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. And make sure you check us out on all of the major podcasting platforms, including YouTube as well. You know who it is. It's John, some sports guy Hickman. And of course, I'm joined by Sports Illustrated's own and credential reporter for the Houston Texans, Cody Davis. Today's episode for me is dedicated to my nephew. It's his birthday. Yesterday Mm. was my uncle's birthday. So on back-to-back days, uh, two very important men, my my uncle and my my young man in my life, my nephew's birthdays was blessed to this world. But, Cody, we've got to talk about whether or not Bryce Young throwing at the combine what does that mean for his future and possibly the Texans' future? But first, before we address the combine and what players can set themselves apart, even looking at you know whether or not the Washington Commanders will actually jump up at mm-hmm. number one, seeing as they need a quarterback now, let's take a look at the quarterback free agency pool, right? Uh, uh, Lamar Jackson is technically a free agency, but we'll, we know how that will <laughs> turn out. Um, the likes of Josh Johnson – there's some quarterbacks in this free agency pool this year that could help Houston out, maybe in your opinion, and I'll save mine. But when <laughs> we look at what Houston currently has on the roster right now, does it make sense for Houston to sign a quarterback in free agency? Um, I think they do. And of course, this is going to kick off our countdown to free agency. Like I mentioned on yesterday, we're going to preview every single position and see whether or not the Houston Texans should and how they can attack every single position in free agency. John alluded to the quarterback position, and I truly do believe that the Houston Texans should go out there and sign Case Keenum oh, wow. in free agency. And uh, b- by the way, before it, because Case Keenum is interesting, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy G, of course, mm-hmm. and his name has been linked to Houston for some time now oh, since before the hiring of D'Amico Ryans, Teddy Bridgewater, mm-hmm. uh, Mason Rudolph, Jacoby Brissett, now Carson Wentz, just to throw some of the names out there in the free agent pool for quarterback. I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, 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 you good. I'm glad that you gave the list of quarterbacks because that gives everybody an idea of who's out there on the open market. Now, I know some of you guys might hit her name, Case Keenum, and be like, what the hell is Cody is thinking? But, however, John, listeners and viewers, um, when you take a look at what this quarterback room is going to look like for the Houston Texans for this upcoming season is going to be extremely young. You know they're going to have an opportunity to bring in either C.J. 
or Bryce. And when you take a look at Davis Mills, yes, he has some experience in the league. However, he's only going into his third season. If you bring in a guy like Case Keenum, one, that's going to give you an opportunity to bring in a a free agent on a very cheap and very affordable contract. You know it's not going to hurt the Houston Texans' pocket. But most importantly, he's definitely going to bring some veteran leadership, not only to the Houston Texans locker room, but more so to that position group. Because, look, we all are expecting when the Houston Texans start the season with either Bryce or CJ, we are expecting them to come out and basically be this team's franchise starting quarterback from day one. I know people like me understand that you have to give rookies time to develop, but rookies can go through their their development a lot quicker and a lot better and it could set them up for future success if they have a quarterback or uh, any player at that position group that they could rely on and depend on john you've been covering sports as more as, as long as i have and i think we can all agree when you have a young player with a lot of potential and you want to pair him with a veteran that they can learn a lot from, it always seems like the best veterans for our young players are guys who spent majority of their careers as a backup, as a reserve, second string, third string, other than the, I was once a franchise star of this franchise. And now I'm trying to carry the torch over to this young player. And when I take a look at Case Keenum, you're looking at a guy who is going into his 12th or 13th season, and he's going to have an opportunity to help these young quarterbacks. And not only that, John, I do believe it's going to be very important for the Texans to find some type of veteran quarterback for a guy like CJ or Bryce to lean upon because look what happened to Davis Mills. Over the last two seasons, when we talked about what he needs to improve on, we came on this show several times talking about how it seemed like the game was moving too fast for him. We came on this show several times talking about how he even mentioned it in a press conference. Just go back to when they benched him for Kyle Allen and he came back as his team starting quarterback after being benched for two games, he came back talking about how being sick for those two games helped him slow down the game. Because like I mentioned, we all expecting CJ and Bryce to come in and have a, a impact on this organization from day one, but they're going to have to go through that learning curve of getting adjusted to the NFL level and learning how to read NFL defenses. And if you pair him with a veteran like Case Keenum, I think they're going to have be, that's going to be very beneficial for their development for not just their rookie campaign, but hopefully beyond. As of right now, and I may be off a couple of numbers, but uh, Case Keenum's record as a backup quarterback in the NFL is 26 and 35. And for his career, 36 and 42, passing for nearly 15,000 yards, 78 touchdowns, and 48 interceptions. Cody, I, if Houston really felt like Case Keenum uh, is a good way to go to build that veteran leadership, veteran leadership, excuse me, with a guy like Case, and that's the direction that they want to go. I'm all for it, but that's only if Houston, like D'Amico and, and, and Nick Casario, like that's if they feel that way. But some people are going to hate hate me when I say this. Adding a veteran like Case Keenum takes money away from your current cap space when Davis Mills is under contract right now for $1.4 million. It's all a numbers game for me. It's all a money game for me. And when I look at – Davis Mills going into his third year, his junior campaign, 
will Case Keenum give you more than Davis Mills can as a backup? I don't think so. So mm-hmm. is it worth the money bringing in, uh, bringing in a Case Keenum to compete for a backup role? Again, I don't think so. I'm okay with keeping a, a, a Davis Mills at 1.4 as his team's backup quarterback. Honestly, I don't think Davis Mills is far off away from being a competent, competitive, and a worthy backup quarterback, especially for this team. He's been around for the last couple of years, and I think that he has something that he can add to whether it's C.J. Bryce or if Houston decides to go crazy and look at AR-15 and Mm -hmm. Anthony Richardson. Uh, I'd be more inclined to think that it may be a better opportunity for Houston to snag a late seventh round or maybe an undrafted quarterback rather than a waste money on the Case Keenum or any of these free agent quarterbacks um, unless the current coaching staff and, and front office led by Nick Casario doesn't really believe Mills is capable of being a productive backup. All of the things that you said and all of those things make sense when you look at a Case Keenum and what he's been able to do consistently throughout his career as a backup. But whenever he had the opportunity to play in some of these NFL games, I just gave you the numbers. He's a career backup quarterback, but he has the ability to do some great things as a backup. It was Case Keenum who had the miracle in Minnesota. <laughs> With, with Stefan Diggs, right when they beat the Saints, I'm sorry, Cody. So <laughs> it's, it's again, it's all a money's game for me. And and if I look at that and I analyze it, I don't think it makes sense for Houston to go out and sign a Case Keenum for more for more money when you already have a Davis Mills on the roster under contract for a little over a million dollars. I, I and look, don't get me wrong, I I get your point, and it seems like you are looking more so at this from a competitive standpoint. Um, versus me looking at it from you just have to make sure you get a veteran. Well, I'm at looking at it from position. a money standpoint. Well, well, the big biggest thing is the money standpoint. But John, you know, you know, I've always been an advocate for surrounding teams, especially young teams with veterans. And after covering both the Houston Texans and the Houston Rockets over these last two seasons, I am more so of an advocate of why it is very important for young teams in a rebuilding stage to have veterans around the position group and in the locker room. With with all that being said, when you take a look at, you know, what Case Keenum can provide, that is going to be beneficial. And and, and this doesn't just go to CJ or Bryce. This is also going to be very beneficial for Davis Mills as well. And I agree with you in terms of Davis Mills being a very good backup quarterback because he has the potential. The mechanics and everything is there. And if you pair him with a guy like Case Keenum, it's going to give him an opportunity to learn from a veteran himself. And that is something that Davis Mills did not have through his first two years in Houston. Yes, he had Tyrod Taylor, but Tyrod was a little bit salty when Davis Mills took his spot. And then last year, look, I don't know how much you can learn from Allen and Jeff Driscoll, but I say all that just to say, in terms of Case Keenum, that is somebody you can learn to. And by the way, if there is any point Throughout the 2023 campaign, if we're looking and analyzing Case Keenum as any as a starter, as being on the as being utilized in the offensive game plan, then I'm going to say we have a major problem here in the city of Houston. 
All this Davis Mills, Case Keenum quarterback talk really got me thinking. Bryce Young not throwing at the combine. Is that smart or bad on his behalf? But before we talk about that, if you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all of the fats and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. Listen, just got through the holidays. You guys know the spiel. And it's not necessarily about a New Year's resolution no more. It's about just a healthier lifestyle in general. And with Built Bar, these bars are actually very healthy, but they're super tasty. And look, with Built Bar, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Can't beat that. And they come in some of the most unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bill Bar does it, but all of these bars taste like candy while still maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. You do not need to wait around for, for your order to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your box, your Bill Bar from Built.com. Now you can get it at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to the nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section. Grab a box of Built Bars for yourself. Pick up the four box right now of cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puss. The flavors that you want love, they got them. And if you're close to Sam's Club, go ahead and run in. Grab you one of those 13 bar boxes, uh, box bars with hit flavors like br uh, brownie batter and churro right now. So make sure you go check it out. Sam's Club, Walmart. Thank me later. Welcome back in Locked On Texans listeners and viewers out there in the YouTube world. Shout out to y'all, man. We are, let me give y'all an update so y'all can tell a friend to tell a friend on these numbers because we got to get to 3K before the draft. And I think we will. We are 30 subscribers away from 3K. Hmm. So y'all run it up, run it up, run it up. Now, speaking of the draft, can't wait to talk about Bryce Young not throwing uh, at the combine, but C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson will hmm. throw at the combine. Uh, the combine starts tomorrow, Wednesday, right? Yep, here from Nick Casario later on today. Yep, on, on Tuesday, and and then uh, D'Amico Ryan's on Wednesday. So mm -hmm. that's that's great. But, Cody, when I look at the combine, this is the time of year where people can really either hurt their stock, their draft stock, or their draft stock can skyrocket. Now, with the Houston Texans, first, uh, second overall pick, 12th overall pick, uh, the 33rd overall pick, I forget the number off the top of my head, but Houston, I think, has about nine to ten picks mm -hmm. in the 2023 NFL draft. This is a perfect opportunity for Houston to really add to the groundwork and foundation that Nick Casario really had an opportunity to do so in last year's draft uh, with Derek Singh to go in third overall, adding the likes of Damian Pierce, Christian Harris, uh, Jalen Petrie in the second round. Mm -hmm. So Houston got an opportunity to really continue what, they're, what they've been doing. And I wanted to look at players who can set themselves apart from other guys in their position that Houston could look towards in April drafting. Mm, uh, when you when you take a look at players who can kind of step, separate themselves, I'm actually excited to see Quentin Johnston. Ah. I think I really do believe that he has an opportunity to either 
skyrocket his draft stock. And as of right now, if I'm not mistaken, he is projected to go in the first round. But you and yeah. I had this conversation last week, and this conversation is really starting to pick up a lot of steam on whether or not Quentin Johnson is a true top wide receiver in this in this draft class, top two wide receiver in this draft class, or top three wide receiver in this draft class. And I'm starting to see more and more people question his ability because you know me, John. I'm all about his size. I'm all about him being a big body wide receiver. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I'm all about him being a big body wide receiver, especially when you take a look at the Houston Texans and you look at the help that they need at that position group. Not only that, the help that they need in the red zone as well. Yes, you have. Yes, you have Nico Collins, but at the same time, for the for the second year in a row, it's like, can Nico Collins stay healthy? However, Quentin Johnston, when I take a look at him, if he goes out and kill this scouting combine, he's going to come away as the as the undoubtedly number one wide receiver in this draft class. Now, with that being said, looking at the most important position for the Houston Texans, John, I truly do believe that Bryce Young is doing himself a disservice by not throwing at the combine because – it doesn't matter what he what he does, his true height and his weight, his stature is going to be revealed at the combine. And I'm looking at this from a standpoint, if Bryce Young does not throw, if he does not showcase the talent and put in people's minds why he is arguably, if not the number one rated quarterback in this year's draft i do believe the likes of cj is going to have an opportunity to overclips him and be this draft's number one quarterback and of course everything going on with the houston texans later on in the show we're going to talk about teams that can move up and possibly get the top quarterback in the prospect trading with the bears i look at cj and i'm like yo if if your stature come out it scare a lot of these scouts away and you don't go out there on the field and showcase what you're going which what you can do I, I truly do believe his draft his draft stock will take a hit. Now I'm not about to say it's going to take a hit to the point where you got Anthony Richardson and and my God, don't even get me started on Will. But I don't think it's going to fall that low. But I do believe it's going to hinder his draft stock just a little bit. And I think a lot of people are really starting to buy into the Anthony Richardson hype. Um, Which I love his athleticism, by the way. It, you know, he he is an athletic quarterback. Right now, Bryce Young's height is presumed to be around 5'10 and a half. And uh, <laughs> according to Todd McShay, uh, this is, you know, he said that if I'm a GM, I'm scared to death of drafting Bryce Young. And I agree, and I, and I rarely agree with Todd McShay, but 5'10 and a half is super scary for me, especially because he's not a big Five ten and a yeah, half, and we just saw Tua last season and the hits that he took. Again, I understand with Bryce Young, he doesn't take a lot of hits on purpose. That's a part of his game. You can see that, but mm -hmm. that's scary. Now, some players that I think Houston should look at and could possibly set themselves apart. You and Quentin Johnson, which is ironic because I'm going to go with Jalen Hyatt. <laughs> I'm interested to see what his forty time is. If Jalen Hyatt goes out there. And gives us a four, you know, a sub four three, sub four two. Then I think his speed alone puts him as the number one uh, rated receiver in this draft. Now, uh, one thing that I like about Jalen Jalen Hyatt, excuse me, he's a vertical receiver. He can go down the field and make plays consistently. I think he averaged eighteen 
yards per catch this past season at Tennessee. He's very elusive in and out his breaks. And on top of that, he has great ball skills. This is why the combine is important for him. I'm going to tell you why it's important for him right now, because he only had one year of meaningful production. That's mm. this past year. So as great as you were, Jalen Hyatt, and Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt fans, as great as he was of a player in this one season, and he was phenomenal to watch, some scouts may want to see more. And this is the perfect opportunity for Jalen Hyatt to give them more in the T-shirt Olympics. It's not like he's coming from Alabama or some of these like Ohio State, some of these programs where a lot of times you may see a player with some type of meaningful production over the course of two or three seasons, like we've seen with a, a John Mechie, a Jalen Waddle, uh, Olave, those type of guys. Only one year at Tennessee where he popped on the screen, and this combine is important for him. He's also – because of his build, he's a very slim, slender build kind of guy. I can't wait to see because I know you have the speed, but what your release is off the line. Because he's small, I'm not sure if he's going to be easily jammed or not coming into the NFL with his smaller body. Now, another player that I think Houston can really look forward to, and this guy could set, set themselves apart, nose tackle Keanu Benton out of Wisconsin. It's a big guy, man. Uh, what, what is Keanu? I'm looking at his height right now. 6'4", nearly three, 320 pounds uh, mm. of raw power. If you go back and watch some of his tape, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should put some of his tape on Twitter and discuss it. I don't know. But if you go watch his tape, one thing that I like about him, he has quick hands. And with those quick hands, he put his hands on, a, on the uh, opposing offensive lineman quickly, and he uses that to get in the backfield. He's one of those guys where if at the NFL level, once he gets it right, I think he, he'd be one of those guys that people want on their team to stuff the run. 6'4", 320, was known at Wisconsin, who, you know, is a, a lot of country fed boys up there known to stuff the offensive line and, and really wreak havoc and, and disastrous plays trying to run that ball against him. Uh, and, again, I already mentioned that he has incredible um, – Raw power, strong, big-bodied guy. The reason why I think that he can set himself apart in this combine season is because I think people are really going to want to see how quick his body moves. He has quick hands. What is your feet like? Uh, what do you? What, what's your hip like? What, what can you do with your with not your release? Excuse me, but up the line of scrimmage when things are breaking down. How how much can you adjust? And we do want to see that speed. But he's a guy that. Playing the nose tackle in the NFL for Houston could be one of those dominant two-eye guys. Uh, you know, third, third three-technique tackle can really wreak havoc for Houston in any team, I believe, with helping stop the run. And I let me tell you why I like him. Right now, he is projected as the number 62 overall prospect in the NFL coming out in the draft right now at the in, in interior defensive line. Number 62, that means Houston can invest into this guy later in the draft. The money will be right in terms of where he'd be drafted. And also, I think that he would be an immediate fit for this team. Cody, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. If you were a betting man, how many on everybody Dane... who's playing against the Rockets to score career high tonight? Yeah. You play against Jokic, the Denver yeah. Nuggets, put about. Oh, 550 that Jokic is going to get 60. 
Yeah, do it. If not Jokic, whatever, whatever is Mike, Michael Porter Jr.'s career high is, he's about. Yeah. No, 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 no. Jamal Murray. I was told by a source in November that players around the league look at the Houston Rockets as their quote unquote get right game. That's a damn shame. I'll tell you what, <laughs> if the players look at the Rockets like that, then you need to take that advice. And look at the Rockets like that and make you some extra money. We're now at the midway point of the NBA season, and now is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sports app. Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and three points drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlays. Don't miss out on the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports book betting partner of the NFL and the NBA. Welcome back in Locked On Texans listeners and viewers. Before we close out with the Washington Commanders now becoming real threats of jumping up to number one, trying to trade with the Chicago Bears, I do want to address Bryce Young not throwing. This is only, like you said, Cody, it's only going to hurt him. I think the one quarterback that this opportunity will uh, really help out is Anthony Richardson. Uh, His athletic ability is through the roof, like test off the charts. And last year, if we've been honest, the skill position group for the Florida Gators was beyond underwhelming. Hmm. And I don't think his offensive line was as good as it could have been probably like a couple of seasons before, right? Well, we got, you know, Damian Pierce running for five and a half, six yards per pop with the with the Gators. So with with that, he's had questions, question marks surrounding his throwing ability. I've been on that. Like I need to see him throw. And the thing about the t-shirt Olympics is that's what I call the combine. You get an opportunity to do things super clean. You don't get a, a lot of opportunities to be super clean in the NFL. So this is his first opportunity to put aside some of those, you know, his era, his throws, and those questions that people have about his throwing ability. As bad as this could be for Bryce Young, I think it's going to be even better for Anthony Richardson. Now the commanders released Carson Wentz on Monday. That is going to save them, I think, roughly around $27 million. Carson Wentz, man, shout out to his agent. (laughs) Shout out to his agent. But now you got the team, a team like the Commanders, who can now become real threats. And and if I think if there's anybody that's a real threat to jump up right now for a quarterback, it's the team that just signed Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator. Boy. And and we know that Eric Bieniemy for the past however many years have been spoiled by being around – Maybe the goat already is Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, but it makes sense for them to go out and get a quarterback, whether that's CJ Bryce or they may get tricky and want to go get Anthony Richardson. I think if you wait, whatever pick they are right now, you can get AR 15. 
does this oppose as a real threat for Houston if any of these teams jump up with the Bears? I'm going to say yes. And it goes back to what you and I talked of just finished talking about, you know, Bryce Young not throwing at the scouting combine because I do believe his height will hurt him. And I do believe that CJ is going to put on the show. And I do believe this time next week, we will be sitting here talking about how CJ has overtaken Bryce Young as the top quarterback prospect at number one. Not only that, now you're going to put teams like the Indianapolis Colts, who sits at four, Atlanta Falcons, who's at eight, the Carolina Panthers at nine, even the New York Jets. And I know right now they're flirting between uh, Aaron Rodgers and, 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 and Derek Carr, but if they had any common sense, they should be one of the ones calling to see what it would take to jump up to number one and get their hands on either CJ or Bryce because that young team they're putting together in New York could be very scary. With all that being said, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the Houston Texans as to them missing out on the top rated quarterback because man, CJ, well, who I, is it? Who is number one right now? I, I, I think if, if you take a for poll, me it's CJ. if you take a poll right now, I think the general public will come to the agreement that it is Bryce. But like I say, John, with him not throwing at the scouting combine this time next week, we'd be sitting here talking about CJ well, number I, one. And I well, like I the fact I, I don't want to overblow it because I know he's gonna throw this pro day. And well, so the pro I, I really don't look into the pro day that much because you're in your you you you're in the facility that you're comfortable in, you're working out with players that you're comfortable with, and all this other stuff. No, I take more I, I, I look at these prospects into what goes on in Indianapolis when you are away from majority, if not all of your teammates for certain players, when you are in unfamiliar territory and you have all 32 teams watching you and in every media outlet and everybody watching you go through your teams. Now I get it. I understand when they have their pro day at their respective colleges, damn near all 32 teams are going to be there, especially for CJ and Bryce. But I like the fact when you put these players in unfamiliar territories to see how they're going to fare. And not only that, the competition that you're in your draft with, i.e. Bryce Young versus CJ is right there in front of your face. So I just look at it from more so of a competitive standpoint. And I say all I just say right now, if the draft was today and if somebody jumped up to that number one spot, I do believe, let's say, for example, the Indianapolis Colts, because they do, it does feel like they are the number one threat to make that trade with Chicago. But if the draft was tomorrow and they trade up to number one, I do believe that they would be taking Bryce Young, which means not only would the Houston Texans get arguably the best prospect, but you would get a quarterback that you are very comfortable with your height. And once again, we talked about it on this show. We talked about it with Sergeant B. Scott a couple weeks ago. When you take a look at this Houston Texans offense and what they need, when you take a look at the offensive line, more so in the interior, you want a quarterback that you know is going to have the capabilities to take these hits from bigger guys, unlike Bryce, because of his small stature. So, you know, it, it it's, it's a threat as of right now who trades up to number one. Uh, I can't wait to see how all of this turns out, however – even if the even if the Texans do feel threatened that they could miss out on you know whoever their top rated quarterback is, I honestly I, I I just honestly I hope and pray that they are not one of the teams calling up to make num- to to make that move to number one. 
Look at me. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Nick. Cal. Don't Hannah. do it. Don't do it. Don't y'all do it. Don't do it. Wait, is this Cal? Don't do it. <laughs> don't y'all don't y'all take your asses up there and try to trade for the number one overall pick, man. Don't Mm-mm. do it. Thank y'all for checking out today's episode of the Locked On Texan podcast. Again, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texas and also take time out of your day to watch us on YouTube. Subscribe, comment, like, and if you're already subscribed to the YouTube page, make sure you put it in the group chat. Hey, I know some great people that y'all should just subscribe on YouTube real quick. Help us reach our goal of 3K before the NFL draft. And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.